I did it without an album All the ones can still care about mixtape If you want to know about, you know, what I was going through Or what I had gone through during this particular period in my life You know, listen to the album It's like I'm working on an album and a mixtape at the same Welcome to the album and the mixtape, your place to celebrate the importance of sharing our experiences through hip-hop and music, therefore, storytelling through bars. I'm your host, Julie M., mathematician, chemist, lawyer, daughter, friend, sister, mentor, mentee, hip-hop storyteller, ballet dancer, and most importantly, Jesus-loving kind of gal. What's up, album and mixtape family? It's your girl, Julie M., in today's episode, we are going to discuss Lil Wayne's Carter Five, my favorite song on the album, Demon. It's interesting. At first glance, I think people would look at this song and make an assumption that it is some sort of devil worshiping song, but it's much more than that. And we're going to go into it a little bit today and talk about the meaning that I extracted from it when listening to it. Let me take a second to talk about my album, as many of you know, I define the album as your nine to five job. In my album, I'm an in-house lawyer at a pretty cool tech company. Most recently, we just celebrated Black History Month and our Black Employee Resource Group, aka if you watch Dear White People, the BSU, or if you watch Game of Thrones, the Lannister family. Actually, I don't even know if that's an appropriate Game of Thrones reference because I don't watch Game of Thrones. Don't stone me. The Black Employee Resource Group at Airbnb, we had an amazing amount of activities throughout the month across the country to celebrate the importance of Black History Month. While working in my day job and doing the work that I have to do as a lawyer, I felt like I was hitting a wall big time, right? I was doing a lot. I was going incredibly hard. And part of that is not from a space of wanting to compete with anyone, but it really comes from this need and wanting to be perfect, coupled with the constant ringing of my mom's voice in my ear from when I was seven years old, of her saying, you've got to be three times as good because you're black and you're a woman. So with everything I do, I try to do it in excellence. I try to go all the way hard. You ask me for 10, I'm going to give you 10,000. And that's just kind of how I've always operated. Unfortunately, going hard like that all the time can start to take its toll on you emotionally, mentally, physically. And at times, you can end up visiting your vices or the demons that can sometimes creep up on you will become apparent. And I had to take a moment to step back, get more in tune with myself and make sure that I was okay. But I want to spend some time talking about the Little Wayne Demon song because I think it's something that we can all relate to. I don't purport myself to be perfect by any means. I have my flaws. And I also hope you ain't walking around here purporting yourself to be perfect as well because none of us are. We all have a demon or something about us that we wish to change or hope to change or hope to alter about ourselves. And this song really talks about confronting that. So before we go into the bars, I just want to quickly, quickly talk about Wayne. I mean, I feel like everyone should know who Dwayne Carter is, who dropped the D from Dwayne because he was a junior and didn't want to be named after his father and just went by Wayne. As many people know, Wayne was raised 
in Holly Grove and in New Orleans and was really reared by Birdman, Juvenile, the Hot Boys, that whole group. You know, he was a kid and they were a couple of years older than him. So he was really reared in the music industry. I think he made his first rap when he was eight years old and and then he dropped out of school when he was 14 to pursue his music career full time and really rose to stardom at a very young age. I am the ultimate, hugest, like Little Wayne fan. It's, it's crazy. My Instagram name is Julie M. Baby, mirroring Wheezy F. Baby, because that's how much I adore the brilliance, the and, and let's be clear, Wayne dropped out of school at 14. All common sense would tell you, oh, if he dropped out at 14, he must not be smart. And not my common sense by any means, but probably the reasonable person standard would think that a 14 year old person would not be educated. Not me. I ain't, I'm not reasonable. But um, Lil Wayne's is like one of the most technically smart, quick witty, thoughtful, creative rappers that I've ever, 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 ever listened to. And I think for his just pure technical style and his wit and his brilliance, he's one of my favorite rappers. I will also say my favorite, favorite song by Lil Wayne is Nightmares of the Bottom, which I will dissect in a future podcast. But I want to spend some time today on Demon, which was produced in the Carter Five in September of 2018. It was produced by Cool and Dre as well as 808 Ray. What's so interesting about this song is Wayne has sampled a song that is a Christian song. The Lord has me in his hands by Crown Glory. So what I want to do for today's podcast is spend some time talking about two particular, maybe three areas of the song and the actual lyrics. And then I want to spend some time talking about its connection to what was sampled. So let's go ahead and get into the bars. Sleeping with the enemy, my demons are too intimate. She's sleeping very gently, so now they starting to enter it, and now they starting to mentor me. Geeking like Brittany, tweaking my energy, eating die sympathy, screaming cry infamy. Come alive mentally, and love died physically. My love cried miserably. Hugs getting looser, her tongue tied kissing me. She Wayne says, sleeping with the enemy, my demons are too intimate. She's sleeping very gently, so now they starting to enter it. And now they starting to mentor me, geeking like Britney, tweaking my energy, eating that sympathy, screaming, cry infamy, come alive mentally, and love die physically. My love cry miserably. Hugs getting looser, her tongue tied kissing me. So let's dissect that real quick. Sleeping with the enemy, my demons are too intimate. She's sleeping very gently, so now they start to enter it. So that right there talks about how your demons can get so interwoven into you into who you are. Let's be absolutely clear. It's not a sudden spontaneous happening or occurrence. It is a slow methodical progression. Jennifer Lewis said it best, the mother of Hollywood. She says if someone sits in poop long enough, manure long enough, It'll stop smelling. So the sleeping very gently is the way that a demon or a negative energy can come in your way. It's not going to be incredibly spontaneous and in your face. It'll be a slow creep that then becomes interwoven with who you are. Wayne then says, tweaking my energy, eat and die sympathy, scream and cry infamy, 
come alive mentally and love die physically. My love cried miserably. Hugs getting loosened. Her tongue tied kissing me. Here he's speaking to a whole host of things. Her tongue tied kissing me. Her tongue tied is a lie. So the demon may be kissing him and making him feel good, but it's coming from a place of of um, lies. It's coming from a place of untruthfulness and not being very transparent and clear and open and honest. It's coming from a place of dishonesty, quite frankly. And Wayne also says hugs getting looser. And what that is saying is what we would know as a hug, as a warm embrace, is now starting to become a bit cold for him, even though that demon with its lying tongue is still kissing him and making him feel that he's still a part or he's still connected to this thing. Right before there's this battle between Wayne and the demon, it's tweaking my energy Right. So it's pulling away from Wayne the energy that he needs to move about in a positive space. So as we know, um, around the laws of energy, energy is not lost or destroyed. Rather, it's just transferred. So this thing, this demon is tweaking and changing and modifying his energy. But then it eats and dies sympathy, scream and cry infamy, which, you know, infamy is basically the, the like the, the, the state of of being known for something like not good. Right. Being known for something bad or infamous or something scandalous. So the demon is screaming and crying infamy. Right. This incredibly scandalous thing. He knows it's tweaking his energy. And unfortunately, now his love is dying physically. So there's a back and forth between Wayne and the demon here in terms of how it's affecting him and the way that he's moving in the world. Let's go to the next part. A demon with the man's A demon with the man's I'm a demon with the man's I got demons on the man Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm a demon not the man You bought the demon not the man Wayne is saying A demon with demands A demon with demands I'm a demon with demands I got demons on demand I'm a demon I demand you you brought the demon out the man. Ooh. So here, Wayne is basically talking about the demon that was sleeping very gently with him intimately. And now that it's gotten into him, and although that demon was a demon that had demands, he's now turned into a demon with his own demands. And he's now got demons on demand. And he's now saying, you know, look, you brought the demon out the man. You brought this out of me. Um and I'm a demon, I command you. Let's go on to the next bar. Took her demon by the hands, asked the demon, can we dance? Found a halo in her trash, but she don't talk about her past. In this verse, Wayne is now dancing with the devil. He's playing with temptation. He said, I took the demon by the hand, asked the demon, can we dance? And this is not something that Wayne alone does. Wayne is not the only person in the world that has danced with the devil or played with temptation. We all have. We've all been subjected to possibly being in a situation where we were tempted, where we were thinking of doing something outside of our moral compass, outside of the way that we know our moms and dads and loved ones have raised us. So Wayne is literally playing with temptation here. And that's something I think we've all faced, right? You're like looking over the left shoulder. You got the devil with the pitchfork. Then you're looking over the right and you got the angel who's telling you to do the right thing. 
So Wayne is depicting this image of dancing with the devil and asking the devil, can we dance? But to his surprise, the demon says no. But interestingly enough, Wayne then says, found a halo in her trash, but she don't talk about her past. What's so heavy about this particular lyric is this is a biblical reference to Satan falling from God's grace. And this is really captured and crystallized in the book of Ezekiel, where God is actually having a conversation with what he once called Lucifer, who was an angel. And Lucifer then meant, I believe it was morning star. But after he was casted from heaven to hell in the place that God created, he then became Satan. In Ezekiel 28, Lucifer comes into knowledge of himself, of his iniquities that were found within him. In verse 17, it says, Your heart became proud on account of your beauty, and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. So Lucifer became so impressed with his own beauty, his intelligence, his power, and his position that he actually began to desire himself and desire for himself the glory that truly belonged to God. So he became incredibly boastful, incredibly proud, And this was one of the beginning signs of sin within the universe that we start to see within the Bible. With a full understanding of how amazing and dope and awesome he was, Lucifer chose to rebel from God. So in Wayne's version of this demon that he's dancing with, he's like, ah, I saw her halo in the trash, but she doesn't want to talk about her past. So she herself is a fallen angel who doesn't want to talk about her days serving God or being morally together or being on the right side of things and said she wants to, you know, sit in the manure per se. Finally, I want to spend some time diving deep into this song and where it was sampled from. Again, I think at first glance, people will say, why are we spending so much time talking about a song that spends so much time talking about demons and how it's a part of me and and you know there's like profanity and there's all these things around these demons but when I first listened to Carter 5 because I was I mean I was waiting with bated breath to hear the new album that Wayne had put out because you know his droughts his dedications everything is just on point When I kept listening to Demon, I was trying to dig into it a bit more to really tease out the meaning behind it. And I ended up finding out that Lil Wayne and his team sampled a song from the Crowns of Glory called Lord Hold Me In Your Hands, or In Your Arms rather. And what's so interesting about this sample is sometimes with samples they take a little bit, not too much. Wayne and his team essentially kept the whole sample of Lord Hold Me in Your Arms. And the verses for Lord Hold Me in Your Arms say, Every night I lay to sleep I pray to the Lord my soul you keep If I should die If I 
of glory are saying every night I lay to sleep I pray to the Lord my soul you keep if I should die before I wake I pray the Lord my soul to take this is one of those prayers that you grow up saying you know like like the Lord's prayer in terms of you know I pray that God takes my soul if I don't wake up in the morning but the one thing that I want to spend time on is They say, I go to Jesus in secret prayer. I asked the Lord if I could leave my bottles there. He woke me up and started me on my way. And he helped me to see another day. So this song is saying, I asked the Lord if I could leave my bottles there. My vice, my bottles, my drugs, my fears, my insecurities, my demons. I asked him if I could leave my demons at the altar with him. Because ultimately, at the end of the day... The Lord, hold me in your arms. That is the petition of the song. And that is the beauty of the song and the beauty of Wayne using this song as the sample, barely altering it in the demon version. The two songs in themselves, the demon song and Lord, hold me in your arms, would be seen to have some sort of dissonance or polar opposite reaction and effect. But but Wayne is basically saying, although I have these demons that have become incredibly intimate with me, that know me very well, and now I am a demon too, ultimately, no matter what, the Lord has me in his hands because that is the fundamental thread. That is the quintessential base of this song. It's the sample. Lord, hold me in your arms. Ultimately, Wayne is confronting his demons and explaining how his demons became so interwoven into his very being that it became extremely comfortable with him to the point where he was geeking over the demon. It was the demon with demands. We all have something in our life that is demanding our time. For me, it was my job. It was taking up so much of my time and not allowing me to be me and be creative and spend time with family and friends. It was absolutely tweaking my energy. And although you know this demon that's coming into your life may be bad for you, for whatever reasons, we may not necessarily be running from that thing or person. We may actually be running into it, right? Where he says, I took the demon by the hand, asked the demon, can we dance? Found her halo in the trash and she don't talk about her past. I want you to think about what are your demons? What are your demons with demands? And how do you hold yourself accountable to ensure that you are on the path for the Lord? Hold me in your arms. But on the flip side, think about 
Are you a demon with demands on other people? And how can you make yourself less of that person and less of that obligation to someone else? Share with me what you think, if you have any thoughts around this. And please, for me, I want you to remember that no matter what, the Lord does have you in his arms. Until next time. Do is hard.